Welcome back to another episode of Let's Run Fit with Be Lit. I'm your host, Be Lit, and today we're diving into an exciting topic, running on a cruise ship. Now, I want to emphasize that running on vacation is 100% just a personal choice. It is not something you have to do, but for those who want to stay active while cruising, we'll get you covered. We're going to cover where to run, how to fuel, and other options for staying fit other than just running alone when you're on that ship. So if you are ready to hit the high seas this summer while also hitting your fall PRs, this is the episode for you. To start today's episode, we're going to focus on the actual places to run. So when it comes to running on a cruise ship, you have two main options, the outdoor jogging track, if it's available on your ship and the indoor treadmill in the gym. So we're going to discuss the pros and cons of each. The outdoor jogging track is a great choice if you enjoy running in the fresh air and taking in the beautiful ocean views. It's usually located on an upper deck, so you're going to get that stunning scenery while you run. However, keep in mind that the track can be crowded at times, especially during peak hours, so you might need to be a little flexible with your running schedule. My number one suggestion if you plan to use the running track, especially if you are someone who goes on miles-based training, is that you need to get on that track before that boat leaves. Meaning you need to go up there with your cell phone or GPS watch, whatever it is, and walk a few laps just to get the idea of the length of the track. So that way you know exactly what you're doing and you can do the math to get how many laps you have to get a certain distance. Now these sometimes can be very small. The last ship I was on, the jogging track was only 0.09 miles, meaning 11 laps was one mile. So you just kind of need to know that because it felt much bigger when I was going around that circle than what it actually was. So this just kind of gives you an idea of the distance. But if you only go off, you know, feel and time, then you don't even have to worry about that step. Like I mentioned before, though, it does get a little crowded because people just go up there to walk or those who don't understand the words jogging track just stand in your way. So it really just kind of depends on which ship you're on, kind of the things that you might have to run into when it comes to that. So I always kind of suggest going up there for shorter runs and speed work days, things like that, because you cannot beat those views. And if you're just going to kind of go quick and kind of get it done, then that is a great place to go. Again, though, you gotta remember the ship is more than likely going to be in motion when you're doing this. So you've gotta kind of account for the fact that one direction, you're gonna have a lot of wind resistance and it's gonna feel awful. Like you're gonna be going and it just feels like you're going into like hurricane force winds while the other side, you're gonna be like zoom, cause it's literally that wind in your back feeling. But that wind helps keep you cool, which is a major plus, especially if you're like me and you cruise in the summertime. Another thing with a trogging track when it comes to all of those people is that you can choose to wake up early enough to kind of beat the people. So I always say about before 9 a.m. is about when the people really start kind of moving on a cruise ship from what I've noticed. So if you can get up earlier, meaning you're not the person in the club until 3 a.m., then you could go up there earlier and not even have to worry about the people. It's going to be more in the mixed of the day that you're going to have a lot of people to dodge because the jogging tracks, because it's on a boat, they're having to conserve space. It's not going to be very wide. It's not a high school track going around a football field. It's only about three feet to maybe five feet across. So you've got to be careful. And you also have to be considerate of others as well, because you might not be the fastest person out there, or there might be someone who's doing a walk because that is their workout. And if you're just zipping past them and being rude, then you're not being any more considerate than others. So you just have to make sure that you are aware of what's going on around you and be prepared. Another thing when it comes to your surroundings is check where the smoking section is. My last ship, for some reason, put the smoking section right below the jogging 
track. I say that slow because I'm still to this day trying to figure out what was going through that person's mind. So if you're really close by the smoking section and you are sensitive to that smoke cloud, you might want to be careful because I know on my last ship, every single lap, I had a pretty much half the lap where I was just breathing in secondhand smoke to the point I couldn't even run because it was just you know blocking my oxygen. So that's just another thing. Some people can just you know, run through that and be fine. If you're like me and very sensitive to it, then you might want to check where that is ahead of time just in case. But again, normally if you're up before 9 a.m., you don't really have to worry about it because people aren't really up moving around yet. So let's just say you're someone who doesn't want to wake up early and you're very sensitive to smoke. You need another option. So that's going to be our indoor treadmills in the gym. It's going to be giving you a controlled environment to where you can really get at your preferred pace and incline and not have to worry about dodging around people or anything of that sort. So it's a very convenient option if you prefer for running in those more predictable and climate controlled settings. Cause again, there's air conditioning in the gym. And if again, you're like me and you cruise in the middle of July, it's hot outside even with that wind. So this does give you a cooler option. You also have access to other gym amenities as well, such as the water station, you know, the big pile of towels, any other workout equipment. If you want to add a strength workout to, you know, your workout, whatever you're wanting to do to do. However, remember that the gym space can be limited, especially during popular hours. They also like to hold giveaways there where people just come and sit on the equipment in your way, despite you very obviously trying to do a workout. So you just kind of have to pay attention to what's going on in that case to make sure you have space. Normally these gyms are large enough that it can accommodate the people wanting to do a workout. So like I mentioned, the biggest pro is that you don't have to dodge people and worry about that as much. Another pro is that the treadmills are always top technology. I've never seen one that was treadmills bought in like the 80s that just happens to be running and squeaking. So these treadmills have great programs built in. So if you are someone who likes kind of that extra technology aspect, especially if your treadmill at home doesn't have it, that could help you, you know, use the treadmill and not feel like you're having to dread it. On my last one, we actually had a map that was programmed into the machine where you could pick just any place on earth that was a popular trail and the treadmill would actually change the elevation on the treadmill based on where I was on the trail and the big gigantic TV screen took me on a video camera tour so I could see where I was going and if I sped the treadmill up the camera went faster and if I slowed it down to a walk it went slower so it felt like I actually was on the trail and it was super duper cool. Another plus about going up to the indoor gym is that you are close to the biggest showers available to most ship guests. I say most because if you're a millionaire, you can pretty much have a gigantic bathtub going on. But if you were someone like me with a more modest budget, your shower in your actual stateroom is going to be super duper tiny, while the ones in the gym are ginormous, like freaking huge. So this would give you an opportunity to be able to take a good shower after your run someplace where you can actually stretch out and, you know, lift your elbow without, you know, hitting it on a wall. They also have access to the saunas. They actually have the saunas in there and those are actually included for guests on most ships. I mean, it depends on which brand you're on, but I know the most popular ones like Royal and Carnival, they actually have this and it's included. It's not something you have to pay extra for as a spa pass thing. It's just there for anyone. So you can do that. I know I get off the treadmill and I'll go get in the sauna just because it's not something I would do at home. You know, I just spend like five minutes in there because I'm already hot, but it's just like, I feel so special because it's something new. And then I go take a shower in the giant shower and then I am ready for my day. So now the cons, there has to be a con to everything, right? So biggest one is 
it is a treadmill and 99% of people hate the treadmill. It's just, it's a given for most people. It stinks, it's there, it's monotonous, but at least on a cruise ship, you can look out the gigantic windows and see something beautiful. You can look at the gigantic technology screens and travel through Germany like I did on my last one. I was on a little Germany trail while you know cruising through the Bahamas. All of these things are there. Also, like I mentioned before, the spa and fitness centers, they do hold events and that can kind of get a little crazy. Like for example, I know opening nights on Carnival, they do the spa giveaway there. And there's just people everywhere and they're not smart enough to figure out that you are trying to run on the treadmill that they are sitting on or sitting very close to and then they get annoyed with you that the treadmill is on it's it's very annoying but it's just one of those things so if you just pay attention to the schedule you don't have to worry about that either so now we have talked about where to run so let's talk about the more important considerations for your cruise ship other than just the running routine itself and one key aspect is making sure that you still fuel your runs your body still needs food when you're on a cruise ship. And I kind of giggled to myself when I said that, because let's be real, you eat one meal a day on a cruise ship. You start eating as soon as you wake up and you keep eating until you go to sleep. It's one gigantic meal, but you do need to make sure that you are planning these meals and snacks in advance to provide your body with the energy it needs. Because unfortunately, you know, that, you know, kiss on the lips, peach smoothie, as I always call it, that, you know, has rum in it. That is not going to be a good pre-workout snack. You've got to make sure that you have something that's a little bit more nutrient rich option. So like your fruits, your whole grains, lean proteins, they are on the boat. You just actually have to go away from the cookie station to get to them. So just planning that kind of thing out. And that's super easy. For example, for myself, I use the room service that's included in the morning and have a bagel, yogurt, and some type of juice just sent to my room because I know what time I get up. So it's there, it's right outside my door. I grab it, I munch on it while I'm getting ready. And then personally for me, I head up to the gym most of the time, but sometimes I do the jogging track if it's a speed work day and I get my workout in and then I go about my day from there. So I'm ready to go and I'll eat a really good meal after my workout, like the full on, you know, cruising breakfast meal. But I make sure I at least have more of a healthy, like pre-run workout snack ahead of time. Now, the next thing you need to think about and take into a lot of consideration is what about the days you have excursions planned? You do have fewer choices in terms of it because most of these excursions leave early in the morning, which means these are the days more people get up early. Plus, you've also got to get down and get off the boat to get to your excursions just the same as everybody else. So if you want to maintain your running routine, you can wake up a little earlier and squeeze in the quick run before the day's activities begin. Most cruise ships, the gym is 24 hours, and if not, that run and jogging track is. And if you're getting up early enough that you have to worry about the gym being closed, I promise the jogging track is not going to be super busy. Alternatively, you can also just consider the excursion as part of your physical activity for the day. Depending on what you're doing, that could be actually even more strenuous than what your run would have been. If you are hiking, biking, and exploring on foot, all of those kind of things would be fantastic ways to stay active, get that heart rate up, or have time on your feet or whatever it is, while also just enjoying the sights at the same time. That's an option. And last, just do it when you get back. People are gonna start going to dinner, you can do it then. I know that's when a lot of the shows are, so again, it's all personal preference. This is your vacation. Nothing says that you can't have a rest day on a day that's supposed to be a run day. That is my biggest thing I wanna make sure you get across in this episode is you don't have to run on vacation. This is if you want to. And when you're doing something because you want to, it means you don't have to, and there's zero reason to feel guilty that you skipped that long run that you were scheduled to do because you went hiking through Mexico. Okay, I would say go hiking through Mexico more often and you're gonna be doing all right. And I promise when you get home, you're not gonna be like, oh, 
I didn't do my long run. You're gonna be like, heck yes, I just went hiking through Mexico and saw like the Mayan ruins or whatever it is that you did that day. You will not regret doing something active, even if it replaces your run. Something that you might regret, however, is if you choose to not prioritize your recovery, whether it's from that gigantic hiking adventure or your actual run itself, you need to still make sure that you take time to warm your body up ahead of time and also cool your body down and do some stretching and hydrate properly. Let me say that last part again, hydrate properly. If you are like me, you get that lovely little booze card when you are on your cruise ship where you can you know, drink throughout the day. And a cruise ship is the only place where a bar opens at 8 a.m. and ain't one person judging you for standing in line. Meaning you need to hydrate. Now, if you're also drinking and you're going in the middle of summer and you're working out or hiking or whatever you're doing, you're gonna need even more water than what you already like take in on a normal daily basis. So hydration is a thousand times more important on a cruise ship because you have so many more factors, you know, hitting your body with dehydration that you're gonna to need to make sure. But again, you're on vacation. So don't forget to pamper yourself a little bit. It didn't have to be straight water. It could be lemonade. It could be cucumber water. It could be whatever you want it to be. Just make sure it's something that is hydrating and not just drinking alcohol all day. You need some type of liquid that is a hydration liquid. Heck, it could be sodas this week. Who cares? You're on vacation. Just make sure you're getting some liquids in, okay? And also make sure you go to places like the spa or the pool. Believe it or not, jumping in that cold water, because that water is always freezing cold, even when it's the middle of summer. It's not like a pool in your backyard. Get in there. That's going to help with your recovery. It's going to feel great. If you can afford it, go get a massage at the spa. They're amazing. They're expensive, but they're amazing. And if that's something you can do on your budget, do it. There's nothing wrong with it. But like I keep saying throughout this episode, it is crucial for me to reiterate to you that exercise on vacation should never be seen as something you have to do. And it sure as heck should never be a punishment for indulging in all that delicious food and drink throughout the week. It is not a punishment. You are on vacation. You paid good money. Now go eat your money's worth and drink your money's worth, right? That's what we do. When I go on a cruise ship, let me tell you, I get my money's worth. I eat like two pizzas a day and 15 cookies and five things of ice cream because I'm on vacation and I will figure it out when I get home. I get back on track when I'm home and I'm on track all the way till I leave. I'm ready. This is my seven days where I don't have to think about my nutrition at all and I just enjoy it. And that's what you need to do too. This is not a time for you to punish yourself. So it's just simply a way to enhance your overall well-being and maintain your healthy lifestyle in one way or another. If running isn't your thing, there's plenty of other fitness options available to you on a cruise ship that you can still celebrate your body and what it can do and keep yourself active. You can take the stairs instead of the elevator. Heck, that'll save you so much time because them elevators take forever. There's like 15,000 of them on a ship and yet you're still waiting 10 minutes every time to get one to show up. So take the stairs, save yourself time, get a little exercise in. You could do a sunrise yoga class. They're actually something that I've been wanting to do on every cruise ship, but I won't go alone. So I still have yet to do it. But I think that would be beautiful to go up on a top deck and do sunrise yoga. You can just do the general fitness classes offered by the ship. They have dance classes and they have, you know, hip hop, dance, whatever. I don't even know. I'm just kind of making that up on the top of my head, but I know that they're there. They just have different types of fitness. They have ones that are for your core, whatever it is. Go just do one of those. That way you're still doing a ship activity, but you're still getting your movement in. 
And like I mentioned before, just plan an active excursion. Don't make all your excursions where you're sitting on a bus driving around. Make some of them where you're walking around. Do a walking tour. Go visit like the Queen's Staircase if you're in Nassau. Whatever it is, something that's active and keeps you moving. Now I have gotten into a little bit of what my routine is about how I have the room service come and bring me a breakfast, get ready, go up to wherever I'm doing my workout, and then I come down. Now when I tell you that that portion of my day is honestly what sets the mood for the rest of the day, I'm not kidding because I feel like I have so much more energy those days. I just, I get out, I sweat out the toxins that I have been drinking at a very high rate, whatever it is, and I'm ready to go. And I always kind of leave after I take my shower and I come back to the room, I get dressed in, you know, whatever my bathing suit or cute outfit of the day is. And then I go grab my, you know, smoothie in quotations, you know, the kiss on the lip smoothie that I was telling you about, the peach mango. That's what I grit first thing in the morning. It's my smoothie when I'm on that boat. And I go and have that and I'll have a coffee. The specialty coffees are included for me with the drink package. And I just enjoy my day from there. I don't sit there going, oh, I only ran a mile and a half today. Like, I don't even think about it anymore. I did my run. I got my activity in. I know that I'm on track for whatever you know, marathon I'm training for. Normally it's half marathons for me because I still haven't successfully done a full, but I'm working on it. I know I'm on track and I'm ready to go. There are days I wake up and I just feel like poop because of whatever I did the day before. And those are the days I'm like, okay, I'm good. I take the stairs on a cruise ship. I know I'm ready. But notice how I keep saying I'm not worried about, did I do it exactly like I would have at home? Did I hit the speeds that I would have at home? I don't care about that. I'm on vacation and I am working out because I'm celebrating what my body can do as I'm also celebrating what my liver can do. Okay, like you just go and you enjoy yourself and you have so much fun. So my fellow cruisers, remember that staying fit on a cruise ship is finding the balance between enjoying your vacation and maintaining your health. Whether you run on the jogging track, hop on the treadmill, or explore whatever other fitness option you choose, the goal is just to stay active because it makes you happy. And again, it is not a form of punishment. So go hit the high seas, enjoy your cruise and your vacation, just like I am. And I will see you next time. Thanks so much runners for spending time with me and listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and leave me a review. I always love to hear from my listeners. And if you want more Let's Run Fit in your life, find me on Instagram at Let's Run Fit with Be Lit. Until next time, runners. The information in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please always consult a medical professional if you're seeking medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The Let's Run Fit podcast is not liable for risk or issues associated with using or acting upon the information in this podcast.